Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, but also getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. You can find the link to our playlist in the show notes. Welcome to episode 121. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Milan Ring. The singer, songwriter and producer has ended 2021 by releasing her incredible debut record, I'm Feeling Hopeful. In today's episode, we're speaking with Milan Ring about her production techniques, working with guests like Blessed and Barker, and the music of Genesis Obusu. Here we go. Our guest today is an incredible producer, singer, guitarist and rapper from Sydney, Australia. Having released beautiful R&B and neo-soul for years, she's just released her debut record, entitled I'm Feeling Hopeful. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Milan Ring. Hello. Hello. How are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, yeah, thank you for your time. Um, where are you joining us from this this afternoon? We, I'm joining you from my lounge room um, slash studio um, yeah, just in Dulwich Hill in Sydney, in Gadigal land. Yeah, been living here for a while now. Mm. Dulwich Hill is a beautiful area in Sydney. Yeah, I love it. I grew up um, just in Petersham down the road. So, yeah, I haven't really left the inner west bubble. I'm <laughs> Nothing I'm wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to discuss I guess just to begin with the um well we are here today to to talk about your debut album that came out very recently mm-hmm. um I'm feeling hopeful and it is like any like any artist they're going to put their you know their heart and soul into a debut record they're going to try and make it the best of what it is um and without to 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 blow smoke up your bum sorry for saying that but like <laughs> you've knocked it out of the park completely this is an incredible record Oh, thank you. Thanks so much. Um, it's nice to hear that. Um, yeah, I'm very proud of it. I still kind of pinch myself that I completed it. <laughs> I don't know. It feels sort of <laughs> surreal. Um, but yeah. Of course. The the record only, I think, has been out for just a few weeks now, but it was it was feature album on Triple J. I believe it was album of the week on, um, on FBI radio Mm -hmm. for you I guess from from your perspective what has the the reaction been like or how has it been received um yeah I think it's uh, I mean I think it's been received amazingly I I was very surprised to get album of the week for both triple j and fbi um 
Yeah, I, honestly, I I didn't really have much expectations. I was just like, I'm really proud of this body of work and I'm excited to put it out and I hope, you know, it's received well and people like it. Um, but so far it's been, yeah, making a lot of um, noise. And I think just a lot of people writing to me and pe- people um, that I don't know have, you know, heard it on the radio and written me really like personal, beautiful messages about, like it, it, it made to make someone kind of like turn their head and like change their day and go and write a message is it's a big deal. Like, you know, time is of the essence and we're all busy people. So it means a lot to me, um, when people write. So yeah, I don't know. Very grateful. And so many, um, beautiful journalists and, and yeah, write-ups that I've read. They're really, really nice. So it's all been positive. I'm waiting for some some negative to come in, but I'm I'm relishing in the positive. <laughs> I think you'll be waiting a while for that, so oh. hopefully you're not holding your breath with that. <laughs> it is it is a gorgeous piece of work, and I I think that um just before even when you said that you were not surprised to have it out, but like glad to kind of um to to have it out in the world. I I can't kind of comprehend what it must have been like because for this album like any album it is like a it's like the artist's child or baby or you know like it's 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 a labor of love and for this album I know that it's not just you singing you rapping but you're also writing you're producing I believe you're mixing Mm -hmm. I don't want to say mastering no no I I got someone else to master (laughs) I think the other I think the others are still quite impressive, all, all of them before. Um, what was it like kind of taking on that project of, of doing everything on the album? Yeah, I think well I think for me I wasn't gonna make an album until I could do that. Um that's always something I've strived towards, having creative freedom and control. Um and I still collaborate with other people along the way, of course. I, I, I do. When I start to get into that, like, executive producer role, I sort of zoom out and try to detach from the... Not fully detach from the song, but look, like... I feel like top down and just look at the song at what it needs, you know. And, and some songs, I'm, I believe, require, you know, certain players, musicians to come in or, or maybe some co-production and whatnot. But being able to do it all myself if, if, if I need, or, or some songs, you know, I would kind of zoom out and be like, well, this is, I thought I'd get another bass player on this, but this sounds good. I think my bass playing suits this song. So, you know, I, I wouldn't do that. But, um, I think for, for mixing too, I, I really enjoy that process. I think it's, for me, it's, yeah, the journey of mixing is like a super enjoyable part for me because it's about kind of crafting this whole little universe, this sonic space for myself to kind of sit in and be immersed in. So I like lose a lot of hours and a lot of time and I I really enjoy it. Um, And like, yeah, I just don't think anyone would put as much care into it than I would, you know, and, you know, unless I'm paying them like 5,000 plus a song or something like that. And it's not all about the money because it's just something I, truly enjoy doing but I have a very like particular way I want to hear things and I want to hear my music and I'm just mixing for myself like it's purely like selfish I think mixing for me it's like 
I just, I want to hear things in a certain spot and hear things in a certain way. And it's just striving towards achieving that basically. So, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Is it, um, are you tough on yourself in terms of mixing, I guess, because you know that you have the ability to turn around and, and change, like say if you hear something that you don't like or enjoy that because you know that you're going to be the one who's turning around to play the guitar or, you know, rewrite or re-sing, rap, whatever it is. Are you more critical on yourself in, in that regard then? Um, I guess so. I, I, I think I'm the, my biggest critic full stop. So, I mean, I'm used to being my biggest critic. So I think every step <laughs> of the way I'm kind of, I guess, you know, one way of looking at it is is criticizing or one way of looking at it is 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 trying to strive to do better and, and get it to that spot not perfection because that can't be attained but like just get it to that spot that feels good you know um striving towards that that direction so yeah no de- definitely but I think there was a few times I got a little bit like I had to step away you know um I think, you know, spending so much time, you know, producing and and mixing it. So towards the tail end, I'd, I'd kind of step away for and not listen to it for a few weeks and come back and then kind of finalize the mixes. So I definitely had to like remove myself here and there because I would get a bit bogged down by like, I suppose, maybe criticism or just trying to balance things. Because the thing is, once I started to mix... I. Of course I went song by song, but I was going, I was mixing the whole album. So I would mix one song and then I'd go back to the other to make sure it was cohesive with the other one. So, cause I really wanted the whole project to be super cohesive, obviously stylistically and musically there's, there's differences, um, as it is, but I wanted like the, 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 the space, like the universe to be the same. So, and, and the levels and the mix to be the same, like ish. So, as same as it can be compared comparing song to song. You know what I mean? Anyway, I'm rambling. Of course. But, yeah. No, I, I got what you meant. You want, um, I think that your use of the word, the universe, uh, like its own universe is kind of a good way to put it in that you want it to, um, you don't want it to just be like a, a weird compilation of songs that kind of, you know, yeah. peak and flow. It's, it is the one piece of work. Yeah. So I wouldn't like finish a song, kind of mix it and then put that aside. I'd like everything was working kind of in tandem, I would say, you know, like I'd build one song up and then I'd go to another and build that up and, and so on, you know? So I was like constantly (laughs) jumping around. It was fun though. I I enjoyed it. The thing that was most frustrating was my computer just not handling the processing that I was asking for it to do. So (laughs) toward the end, it started to get really like excruciating. I was like, changing, tweaking something, couldn't even listen to it because it was just glitching. The CPU was just, you know, uh, just jumping up super high. So then I would bounce it out, listen to it, be like, oh, okay, I'm going to go back. So I lost, I just, you know, it's, I don't even want to think about how many hours of my life I lost just to us, like the computer not handling it. So now I have... Over here, I have my new laptop that I'm in the process of setting up. So I think 2022, it's all going to be about the speed. <laughs> I'm going to be able to do things a bit quicker. <laughs> so that will be 
that would be really good because that that definitely got super frustrating. <laughs> of course, I can. I think that if you've if you've worn out a laptop by making this album, I think that you've obviously put in a lot of effort and, and the right amount of like, well, just to wear down the machine. I think is is an impressive feat in itself. <laughs> I suppose. With the songs on the record, they are all. Uh, sonically, they're all gorgeous. I know that you, uh, uh, along with singing and, and rapping and producing, as we've discussed, you're also quite an avid guitar player. There is your guitar there with you on the cover of the album. When you um, approach, I guess, the, the first part of the song, which is songwriting, do you have a preferred method of writing lyrics, writing a melody, writing the guitar part? Or is it just kind of it changes song to song? Yeah, it definitely changes a lot song to song. Uh, every single song I, I could give you a different um, uh, process, I suppose. Yeah, there's there's some songs I I wrote just, you know, guitar, vocal, sitting there, kind of classic singer-songwriter type of way of writing. Um, there's a lot of songs that had, you know, demo beats from another producer that I just wrote to. Um, and then sometimes I would like, uh, I usually, if it, if the beat's already kind of there in demo form, I would write lyrics. And if the lyrics and like the vocals are worth taking further, then I'd start to put the guitars and then I'd get the stems and reproduce and arrange and stuff like that. Um, so the songs like that, um, there's some songs I like found, like Hide With You started with um, a key sample I found and I was chopping it up and kind of came up with this loop and then I put the bass line in and then I put the beat in and then later I put the vocals in. Um, there's some songs I started with bass. Yeah, it, it's sort of different. I kind of just whatever I ended up jumping on that day, I suppose, that inspired a, a sound. Yeah. The record has some beautiful features on it as well. Um, Blessed is on Sydney Hugh. And I think in, in what's a really kind of um, intense, but in, in a good way, um, uh, track on the album, Barker, uh, on, on Let It Collide, is just a mm-hmm. inc- incredible song. Um, when you're listening to these songs and you're writing them and you're kind of going through them, what was the process for yourself on working out who you wanted to kind of have on the record and who, yeah, who you wanted to feature? Yeah. So Bless was involved in and some co-production on, on quite a few of the songs. So I always knew I wanted to get his vocals on, you know, he's such an incredible vocalist and songwriter as well as producer. So he was always like on my, in my mind, but I just didn't know what song until like I, I picked all the features when basically the album was basically done um, by the mix and then I was like, okay, I've left this spot and I'm going to make a spot here, blah, blah, blah. And with Sydney Hugh, that was a funny one. I was like on a flight to Adelaide and I'm not sure if it was like the altitude, but I was listening to some of the the, the album where, where it was at and um, and I heard Sydney Hugh and I suddenly saw Blessed and I kind of on like a helicopter pad in the city, like back to back playing our guitars. And I was like, okay, oh my God, I'm going to get blessed on this. And like, I want him to sing this chorus. I think it, it would sound amazing if he was singing the chorus. And um, so, yeah, then basically that was, that was easy. He's like so quick and 
prolific and amazing to work with. He just like wrote his verse and um, yeah, that was and p- guitars. He added guitars. Um, I asked him to add guitars at the end, the extra, um, some extra kind of distorted guitars. And then um, with Barker, with Let It Glide, I, I actually tried to write some verses on that a few times. Um, and they were all right. Um, they were all right. But I just, I don't know. I, I, I knew I wanted that to be like a super freaking raw, vulnerable, like brutally, like honest, truthful song. And it just wasn't, I don't know. I, 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 I wasn't writing like that. Or when I did write like that, I didn't like it. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I just left that. And then, you know, um, Bark is, w- was on my mind for, for quite some time. And especially after I saw it at a, at a gig that we both did and was chatting to her there. But, um, yeah, she's incredible. And she's very um, open and honest and super vulnerable like with the way she writes and and the way she is you know just in general and on social media and stuff and it's really inspiring and that she shares so much of her journey um so I thought that she would be like perfect and I was it it was beyond my expectations when she sent those verses back I was just like in tears that was just beautiful and powerful and it was perfect and um, yeah, that was it. Song, song done. No, no, like edits, no changes. <laughs> it was just like, yep, great. Send me those stems. This is amazing. Thank you. So yeah, super, super grateful, um, to work with her on that one. Yeah. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It is a um, it is obviously, an incredible track. Obviously, COVID times. Oh, sorry. There's a bit of latency, so I just talked over you. <laughs> Apologies. It's okay. Go on. I was just going to say, like, obviously, COVID times, so doing everything by, you know, distance and, and whatnot. But, yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool to um, – I'm excited to get back in the studio with some of these people again too. Like, we've, I haven't been in the studio with Bless for ages. But, um, yeah, anyway, that was just – I just interjected there. <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I appreciate this. The, what is it? The stream of consciousness. I, I like it. <laughs> I was, I was yeah. going to say uh, that the, like the song with Barker Let It Glide, it is, as you said, it's very vulnerable. And I feel that the kind of whole record does touch on, um, it, it touches on some pretty weighty subjects and it, and it kind of is addressing like some pretty serious 
uh, for lack of a better term, again, subjects, um, without, I guess, going into any great detail or any specifics, because it is obviously open uh, open for interpretation, Mm. when you are sitting down to kind of, you know, write about mental health or whatever it may be, how do you approach the process of being as vulnerable as you want to be so that the song is like that powerful, but without, you know, laying fact <laughs> out on a song so that it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I've always written like that. Like I suppose I've always used a lot of metaphors and I've kind of kept things quite open to interpretation because I, I, I do enjoy that in songs that I listen to. Um, I, I, I think I also love like so much hip hop, which is quite literal a lot of the time as well. And I, I love that type of songwriting as well. So I kind of, I do play with a little bit of both, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess I, I mean, for this album, I, I knew I was, I did have um, some other demos and, and stuff I was working on in like 2019, 2019 that I was, you know, thinking, okay, these are going to be an album. Like I knew it was album time, but they were all kind of just sort of random songs. Didn't really like fit together. Um, they weren't like the cohesive project that I dreamed of. They were just literally just heaps of tracks, random tracks. Um, and yeah, I kind of knew, oh, no, this is my debut album, like just be a bit more open and a bit more vulnerable and like tell a bit more of your story. And then I think you need to like process some of these things and, and work through them and, and, and do that in, in music because obviously that's like such an amazing space to, to process things and journal things and get them, you know, out and off your, your mind and your, you know, get the baggage off. And so when I kind of decided that when I was ready, I basically wrote most of the album in like two weeks, all the lyrics just sort of poured out. I I guess I just got myself in a good space. I was, you know, work, doing a lot of self-care and, and, um, I don't know. I was just in a good space to just be open, I think, and let let the words just sort of come out and be a bit of a conduit in a way, you know. Um, I always feel like I'm a bit of a vessel for, for music and words. Like all the best songs, they just sort of like fall out. Like, I mean, vomit out is not the nicest um, metaphor analogy, but like <laughs> just sort of pour out. And um, without too much like, pushing, you know, um, pushing them one way or another. Um, so yeah, um, I guess that's, that's how, how, how I wrote most of the lyrics. Um, they were just there. And then there was a couple of extra songs I added during lockdown, like keep me safe was one. I was just, you know, I don't know, kind of felt a bit melancholy and lonely one day. And I was thinking about things like, uh, to do with the album and just jumped on my guitar and, sung and wrote that one pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, most of it was done, done early on. And like, I, I guess, look, it, I've observed a lot of, um, experience and observed a lot of, you know, mental health and problems. I think we all do. We have, we, we see that in our lives and I, I feel like I've witnessed a lot of that and a lot of, you know, um, escapism and, and using this as an addiction and, and whatnot. 
um, throughout my, my my journey so far, and it's just something I I think about because it's it's so common and it's so you know I guess everyone's just trying to deal with this this life and the difficulties and the challenges that it brings each and every one of us um, to to varying degrees, but um, yeah, I think the as I tried to kind of find ways to, um, I guess, cope with those things myself, like just cope with the challenges that life brings. I was reading more philosophy and psychology and spirit and like diving more into my spirituality. And I think from that I found more peace. And then I just wanted to like write this album that, that kind of talked about all those things. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. <laughs> I I feel that the why it kind of uh, this is my own personal take, so I can't speak for the other you know uh, great reviews that you are receiving for it. But it does almost it, it deals with some pretty serious kind of weighty subjects. But I feel like it is almost like a healing record that it's not that it's coming from a place of not even woe is me. That's a bit dramatic, but like that that it's absorbing these these things that you've dealt with and learning to heal and and yeah kind of absorb them and then what you're then doing to move on from that if that makes sense for sure yeah um yeah sorry there's a bit of latency so I'm a bit delayed to answer you but um yeah I think like I knew I wanted to talk about mental health and addiction and all these types of subjects and I knew that I wanted to come at it from all different angles so from outside in and inside out um and with no like like I don't want to be like judgmental like there's obviously a lot of judgment of self within that but ultimately I wanted it to end with with forgiveness and with letting it go and leaving it behind because I think we hold on to so many things hold on to so much regrets and you know we don't allow ourselves to just like move forward and um you know and and, and receive the blessings you know and honestly like that's how I've always been been in a way I haven't I've always felt like I've held myself back in in a certain way and I I needed to kind of make this album and deliver it to not do that (laughs) you know just to 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 forgive myself and to have um more hope and faith and, and and um believe that you know and just yeah I guess remember how connected we all are and it's like this human experience that we have and even though we have different experiences there's many that are very the same and and we're all kind of walking this planet together you know and wanted to feel you know we need to remember that like I think sometimes we can feel like it's only happening to us or it's whatever whatever it is but like we're all so connected and um just remember that we're like together so yeah, I, that, I, I, that's the hope that kind of is a line through the whole album. Yeah, definitely. It is, um, I feel that, it, that that's, uh, yeah, perfect kind of summary of it. Um, the, I guess, with, and this is a terrible segue, um, <laughs> but on, on the topic of, of being together, um, you are taking the album on the road next year in April for, uh, to for the I'm I'm feeling hopeful tour, mm-hmm. how 
are you feeling in regards to, I guess, getting back out there and being able to, you know, you've been working on this for two years, finally take it out and, and showcase um, some of these songs? Mm. I'm very, very excited. Um, yeah, I can't wait to start rehearsing with the band and um, we have a nice little run of shows in, in Jan and then um, the tour, yes, April, April May. Um, yeah, it looked like it's it's one of my favorite places to be on, on stage and sharing music and, and connecting with other musicians as well. And it's been definitely like a few years of, of, of missing that. And, um, I've got, I've got been lucky and had some opportunities here and there in the last, um, yeah, two years, but, um, yes, I'm really looking forward to this, this run and actually going to a bunch of cities I haven't been to for so long. Like I haven't even been to Melbourne. We kept canceling that show, (laughs) moving that show. Um, Same with, yeah, Brisbane, um, Adelaide and Perth. So very excited. Um, Yeah, and I I hope it'll be a, 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 yeah, like a, a positive heartwarming experience for everyone because I know it's definitely going to be that for for me (laughs) um so yeah I think that there's a quite a number of people out there who are uh, very excited about these shows and would would probably feel the same so it is definitely something to look forward to um Milan would you be happy to talk about the playlist that you sent through to us sure There were my top 10 songs released this year, correct? Yeah. Because I picked released this year, but I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be released this year or just like in general, but I did release this year because in general is like, that's just too hard. Um, <laughs> okay. I'll try not to ramble too much because I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing that today. Uh, okay. Okay. So I've got not in any particular, particular order. I have Yabba, how many years, um, it's from our album Dawn. It's a beautiful album, and that's the song that opens the album. And it's about her mother's passing. Um, and yeah, it's just freaking heartbreaking in a very beautiful way. The chords are nuts. It's so nuts. It's so good. Love that song. It's probably like one of the favorites of the year. So. This list is now in order. No. Um, anyway, okay. Next is <laughs> Lucky Day Over. Um, love the nylon string guitar in that one. Uh, Lucky Day keeps releasing amazing music. He's dope. Cool, cool. Next one is Genesis Owusu Centerfold. Um, yes, his whole album is really cool, but I'm obsessed with this reverse. He like reversed his vocals on that one. And I think it's really cool. <laughs> it reminds me of like um, every time I hear it, though. I think I think of The Simpsons and uh, Eva Nek Eva Nekniage. What is it? Like join the navy. <laughs> every time, join the yeah. Navy. <laughs> so that's my little Eva Nekniage. Uh, <laughs> um, like on that song, yeah. Um, Doja Cat, get into it, yeah. Because I guess I don't know. Here on TikTok this year, it's just like been everywhere, <laughs> but it's pretty good. Like it's just got so much bounce that that chorus. Um, yeah, Little Nas X. Um, I wasn't really sure which song to pick from 
his album, but I just put Scoop down because um, that's a fun song. Um, Georgia Smith's project, uh, was it album or an EP? I don't know. Um, Gone, I really like. I like those chords as well. Um, yeah. Am I going to them, through them too fast or this is good? <laughs> no, no, no. This is great. Okay, cool. Um, Nairi Closer. Nairi's album three is so beautiful. It's the best. And Closer is like... Um, I don't know. It's such a sing-along. I've seen her perform it live a bunch of times and it's like, it's almost got this 80s ballad sing-along thing going on, like in a, in a really good way. So love that song. <laughs> um, Hiatus Coyote, I actually got their, um, their record, the Mood, Mood Valiant, I think, um, on, on vinyl and I'm obsessed with vinyl at the moment because I finally set up my like vinyl situation and I have vinyl now, <laughs> which is like a, such a bucket list moment. So I made sure I set up the vinyl for myself, but I also had heaps of vinyl to play anyway and have this album. And there's this one song called Stone or Lavender um, that's, I don't know. It just really surprised me. It's like a very, I don't know. I, I feel like it's very soulful, like very chill hiatus coyote. And I, I it kind of turned my ear when I heard it. And yeah, Napalm just sings her voice on it is just phenomenal. So love that song. Um, I really like this artist called Child spelt with three eyes and they've got a song called awake that i like and i had to put krongbin i'm not sure if i pronounced their name right i never know if i do so i apologize <laughs> if i'm not but um i always play krongbin like every i don't know every few weeks when i need like a like a full off zen like chill out day <laughs> I'll just pump pump them for ages. Mm -hmm. And Leon Bridges is on this one that they they released a new song called B Side. They've got some other songs with Leon Bridges that I think I like a bit better, but this one is is cool too. And that is my ten songs. <laughs> that was incredible. Um, some very very <laughs> solid choices. And uh, yeah, that recent um, again, I think I'm the same as you because I never know how to pronounce it. Karung, Karungbin. Um, and Leon Bridges track, that new one, that is, uh, I think it's only a few weeks old, but it is an incredible yeah. track. So I'm looking forward mm. to that second EP or album that mm. they come out with. Me too. Me too. Such a good combination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, uh, Milan, thank you very much for your time today and for being on the podcast. I do appreciate it. Uh, congratulations on the album and uh, we look forward to seeing you uh, when, when you tour next year. Yes, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Simon. And yeah, see you on tour. And that's our show. A massive thank you to Milan Ring for her time. I'm Feeling Hopeful is out now, and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to buy the record or see her on tour. We also want to give a huge shout out to Liz at Pius Australia for helping out with today's interview. You can find a link to our Spotify playlist in the show notes, where you'll be able to listen to all of Milan Ring's picks. If you like this show, 
please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Thursday and Friday morning with guest playlist streaming on Spotify at the same time. You can follow the playlist profile on Spotify and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.